Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. We have a program today about a wonderful program. And this is with the Friendship Foundation in Western New York that gives a lot of people a second chance to do well, to overcome different mental health issues and to tell you a little bit about the Friendship Foundation. It is a charitable foundation which was established in 1984 for the purpose of assisting Restoration Society in its programmatic efforts providing education about mental health and psychiatric conditions and advocacy for the rights of individuals with psychiatric conditions. And I'd like to tell you a little bit about our guest today. Jeffrey Lapidus is a diverse private investor with an emphasis on promoting health and welfare while making the world a better place. Investments have included making people laugh with a small chain of comedy clubs and talent management company to taking care of frail elderly population with a small chain of nursing homes. And Stan Coleman is with us. Many people probably recognize him when they see him for being on Channel 2 for many years with Stan's storybook. And Stan Coleman is now president of Appaloosa Productions Limited, a video production public relations company. He's a veteran of 45 years. I don't think that's true because you're too young to have started when you're (laughs) 10 years old. In the broadcasting industry and public relations business. And our last guest is Jack Gustafaro, who is the executive director of Friendship Foundation and the former CEO, CFO of Restoration Society, a private not-for-profit agency offering recovery-based rehabilitation services for adults with significant psychiatric conditions. Now, we don't want to give the location of this place, but all these people have been helping a program where they're going to house homeless women. And uh, let's talk about why there is a need and why you want to give these young women who are homeless a place to sleep and hopefully rehabilitate and do well. Let's talk about that. Okay. Um, the, the basic idea is uh, to assist people who attend the Harbor House Re- Resource Center. Harbor House Resource Center is a program offered by Restoration Society. It provides nighttime drop-in services for individuals who are homeless. Many of those individuals, beyond having a diagnosis uh, of mental illness, uh, are struggling with uh, substance abuse, chemical dependency issues as well. When you're homeless, one of the most difficult things to do is to essentially get off the street and get back into stable housing. The project that Brian is talking about is designed to provide transitional housing for females who are um, trying to get off the streets, 
who are seeking permanent housing and they will come to this place uh, while they're seeking the permanent housing. A lot of times when people who are homeless are looking for housing, when you have a resource for them, you have a place for them to look at, you can't find them. So what this project will do is it'll not only provide temporary housing for these ladies, uh, but also mean that we can actively involve them in the search for housing. So uh, this sounds like a, um, a project that uh, requires uh, a lot of knowledge in Thank terms you. of real estate. You've got to find the right facility, right? And it has to be, uh, the, the facility has to be updated, it has to be uh, uh, safe. Right. And, um, and then it, uh, it, it sounds as though you've been doing this for finding these types of, this type of housing and fixing it up and getting it ready for a few different uh, types of population that have been disenfranchised and well in need for, what, about 30 years now? I, I've been working at restoration until I retired for 33 years. 33 so years. So in that time, I spent a lot of time working with individuals at various, various stages of wellness and recovery. So I know when I was in uh, the nursing home business, we touched a lot of uh, um, residents. We provided housing. I did it with senior housing as well. Obviously, in uh, uh, nursing facilities, the population, the residents are a lot more frail, a lot more in need. And I know that I've touched um, through, through my work in that particular endeavor hundreds upon hundreds of families and then even thousands of you know hundreds of residents and thousands of families in 33 years how many people do you think you you probably helped <laughs> wow. out wow that's that's an interesting question i would say i would say probably tens of thousands in the course of 33 years who that's have a, that's phenomenal uh, walked across my path so to speak that's phenomenal i uh, stand uh why do you care about helping these homeless women to give them a second chance? Well, uh, as you know, Brian, you know, I've been in, uh, a journalist for over 40 years, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to uh, observe things all over, the, all over the country and all over the world, actually, and have come in contact with many people <clears throat> and had the opportunity to be able to see um, the conditions uh, that uh, people that like Jack and, and the uh, Restoration Society serve and have an understanding of the need for such facilities. Oftentimes what I find is that, you know, as, as a reporter, what I find is that when you report something, unless those hearing what I have to say can experience what I'm talking about, they have no idea of what it is like or, or the changes or the, or the problems that someone less fortunate than uh, has to go through. And so it, I, I've had that opportunity to see that, and uh, it touches you. It touches you. And so I, I'm new to the board, and I'm looking forward to being able to uh, make whatever contributions I can. I'm planning a tour of the facilities, and, and hopefully there's something that I may be able to contribute, um, not only in, in whatever expertise I may have, but also in, in my experiences um, and, uh, that I have gained uh, over, over time. Many a reporter... <coughs> has uh, taken it upon themselves to, um, in the winter, you know, 
to be homeless for a night. You know, and, and we all know stories of uh, reporters, of ministers who do that. We know uh, stories of um, uh, groups that have uh, buses or some sort of transportation. They give coffee or food or what have you. But at the end of the day, they need shelter. And, and I understand when you're talking about, uh, Jack, that even though you can provide these um, facilities, sometimes you can't find the people when, when the facility comes about. So it's not as easy as it seems. Many people that I run across uh, tend to look at it as, well, why don't they just go somewhere and, you know, there are things there. Why don't they go and take care of the service? There's much more to it, and that's where the mental illness um part of it comes in you know it's not just a simple case of you're living on the street why don't you just go somewhere you know and and so that I think that the job that you're doing is a great job we're learning a great deal about the friendship foundation that helps so many people with mental health issues in western New York and again those who are listening can send tax-deductible checks to friendship foundation to 66 Englewood Avenue Buffalo New York 14214 and the Friendship Foundation helps raise money for the Restoration Society. Now, you're involved with providing education about mental health. Why do we have to bring this out to the public so they can participate to help these people in need? Well, I think in my experience, uh, the whole idea of mental illness, psychiatric conditions, especially when they're combined with drug and alcohol problems, uh, is, is just not a popular topic. Uh, it's something that most people are not necessarily comfortable talking about. Uh, there's a lot of, of false ideas about what individuals with psychiatric conditions look like, how they behave, uh, within given communities, and I think it's important to try and help people to understand that these are contributing members uh, of our community, that uh, they many of them hold very responsible jobs. Uh, they are trying to make it in life. They're dealing with uh, a, a particular disability that has severely affected them negatively. Uh, many of them started trying to deal with a psychiatric condition uh, when they were young adults, uh, just around the age of, of when many of us started going to college. Uh, mental illness is the kind of a disorder uh, that takes people out of the mainstream and given a lot of times I think the uh, false ideas that we find in society, they end up remaining out of the mainstream of society. It's organizations like Restoration Society and Friendship Foundation that help to educate the community and assist these folks to get uh, back into the kinds of lives they want to have. We're going to get to Jeffrey and Stan in just a moment. We just have to thank those who've called regarding our recent guests on ESPN with the Rusk Report. Bonnie Gordon Flickinger, Joseph Ray, and Lisa Florzek with the Polish community. Coming up, Nick Langworthy, chairman of the Erie County Republican Party. Mo Nalon, who's involved with the commissioning of a big ship in Buffalo. And Canadian tourism with Jordan Mulligan in Muskoka. So if you're listening in Buffalo or Manhattan 
or Montreal, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Um, a little bit more about our efforts today. We're talking about the Friendship Foundation, which assists the Restoration Society, and that's a charitable organization established in 73, offering rehab programs serving adults diagnosed with severe psychiatric conditions, many of whom have secondary chemical dependency diagnosis. And then a little more information about Jack Gustafaro. He retired from Restoration Society in 2015 after 33 years of service to the agency. In his career, Jack worked in psychiatric inpatient settings, psychiatric day services, residential services, psychiatric rehab services, and recovery center services. And Appaloosa Productions, which Stan Coleman is involved with, has produced documentaries of five and five continents in over 20 different countries. Stan has served as a national correspondent to a nationally syndicated magazine show, and his company, Appaloosa Productions Limited, has produced numerous political and commercial video spots and television programs in Buffalo. Some more information about Jeffrey Lapidus. He's been involved in New York State as well as the U.S. federal government, having licensed two separate private investments. Startups, existing enterprises, as well as public stock companies have received investments. Virtual, digital, as well as real property investments have been part of the program with Jeffrey Lapidus. And Jeffrey and Stan Coleman are new board members assisting Jack Gustafaro, the executive director. Let's hear from Jeffrey and Stan about the need to help bring out uh, education about mental health. So, Go ahead. Yeah, so Jack, you were, you were talking about this not being the most popular subject in the world because uh, nobody seems to plan for tragedy. And um, the people that you've touched, uh, when you said thousands of people, it's, it's so inspiring to me. I'm so happy to be on the board. I'm glad that you accepted me and that I could help out in any way possible because I've seen people um, particularly uh, the, virtually 100% of the population that came into a nursing home never planned on it. And then they're behind the eight ball and their families are behind the eight ball. Everybody, if they're lucky enough to have family members that are aged, oftentimes they get needy. And I've found in my experience with mental health, uh, frail elderly, and substance abuse that when I've reached out in the community I find that it's not a popular subject but it probably touches most families and then in addition to that as Brian's question is what's the need for education from my experience when most families wind up with these type of unplanned tragedies they don't know where to turn they don't know where the help is they don't know that they actually have something that's very much in common with many other uh, members and, and, and neighbors and friends. And just a little bit of conversation, a little bit of education, if you will, a little bit of awareness, a little bit uh, more information about uh, the type of services that Restoration Society does and, and Friendship Foundation does uh, can go a long way to coming up with a lot of answers and solving a lot of problems for virtual instant tragedies of homelessness uh, that uh, comes about because of uh, um, 
lack of knowledge, nowhere to turn to. Absolutely. Stan? I think that uh, <clears throat> something that we, we should bring up is that many people don't realize um, Christmas, we all want to do something. So we take something to, uh, let's say, the uh, city mission, or you go help a, a, um, a family in need, and then you disappear until maybe Easter uh, or Thanksgiving. But the conditions that exist, exist year-round. And that's where the Restoration Society and, and the uh, um, Friendship Foundation come in. They are doing the work day in, day out, every day, because the, the conditions are there every day, all the time. In, ad- in, in addition to that, Stan, it's interesting because you mentioned the holidays when uh, generally we, we feel a little bit more charitable. Hopefully we feel a little bit more charitable, count our blessings, uh, enjoy our families, enjoy the holidays. But... It seems as though that some of the disenfranchised um, become, actually the problem is is exacerbated. There are actually stressful times. Uh, It touches upon uh, both mental illness and substance abuse and and most likely homelessness. I know that those are the times that that we saw uh, a bigger need, a bigger family need uh, just in the, uh, the frail elderly. I've uh, I've had experience with personal experience and I've known people who work in, in, in the nursing home field. And that's what they say, you know, is that when the relative, the, the family disappears until we're having the a good holidays. Time. We're having a good time. We're enjoying our family. We're counting our blessings. And uh, some of us remember to do some of those charitable deeds that you that you rightly say happen all year round. But that's a that's a time that uh, it's uh, it's good to to uh, Dig a little deeper and help a little bit more. Help a friend. Help a neighbor, and and get them. Well, you know, one on the of right the track. things that 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 uh, point I wanted to make though is that we're not professional. I'm not a professional at it. So having to deal with some with 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 a challenge, I I I, I don't know what to do. And even in trying to help, I might be making matters worse. That's where uh, Restoration Society and Friendship Foundation come in, and that people need to appreciate organizations like that and and realize that when you when you leave after Christmas or you leave after Easter or you leave after Thanksgiving the problem doesn't go away and then professionals take over and sometimes even at those holiday times I understand is that we we as you say exacerbate the problem because now suddenly we show up and then after we show up, it's like all of a sudden we want to start telling people what we like, we don't like, and this, that, and the other. And we're not professionals. And so we need to be appreciative of organizations like this, one, and to realize that this problem goes on. What can I do outside of going to visit my relatives or doing what I can is maybe make contributions during the year. Maybe help them because they need legislative help. They need financial help. You know, and they just need support. And that uh, we need to give that thought in addition to whatever else we do. Yes. Well, I, I, I was going to just respond to that. I think you make some really excellent points, uh, as does uh, do you, Jeff. Uh, interestingly enough, this is a time of year that, that is most difficult for many, many individuals uh, who struggle with psychiatric conditions. Uh, they these are individuals many times who are isolated they don't have families to go to for the holidays uh, and if places like Restoration Society weren't around 
um, they probably would be totally at loose ends. The agency does provide uh, meals and activities related to various of the holidays. Uh, I think to have people coming in and meeting and greeting our folks in holidays is, is critically important from my perspective. Mm -hmm. Hopefully one of the things it does is assist you to go out from there and say, I spent some time with this group of people who happened to be diagnosed with mental illnesses and they were just like me. And they needed chances, they needed opportunities and to encourage other people to provide opportunities for them. And don't just limit yourself to holidays. You know, every day there are needs out there. Every day there are opportunities out there uh, for us to learn, whether it's learning about folks with mental illnesses, folks with substance abuse problems. Uh, every day is an opportunity for, for citizens. I have a question. Um, mental illness, it's not like there's a switch that flips. One day everything is fine. The next day I can look at someone and see that there's a problem. It it, it does come in increments, doesn't it? Correct. The, the unfortunate part about it, it, as I mentioned earlier, is it generally, uh, serious mental illness becomes full-blown, if you will, at the point that an individual would normally be going to college. So it's developmentally, it's probably at one of the most difficult times that, that people face when you're making all these changes uh, what have you. What happens with that and why I think it's important is people get pulled out of the mainstream at that point. And at a point that many of us going to college are starting to establish our own separate individual adult identities, these folks end up in psychiatric hospitals and psychiatric systems where they don't really have that opportunity. So you're correct that it's incremental, Unfortunately, it hits at a time that people can be most vulnerable, and therefore it has a greater impact on those individuals. We're going to talk about chemical dependency in just a moment, but we have to have one announcement here. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about the Polish-American traditions and the events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 835-9454. They have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. Again, we're talking about the Friendship Foundation. If you'd like to uh, give a tax-deductible donation, please send it to Friendship Foundation, Inc., 66 Englewood Avenue, Buffalo, New York, 14214. And it's fully tax deductible. A little bit more information about our guests for those who have just tuned in. Jeffrey Lapidus is a diverse private investor with an emphasis on promoting health and welfare while making the world a better place. He has been active in taking care of a frail elderly population with a small chain of nursing homes in western New York. Jack Gustafaro has served on various international and national New York State boards. He is recognized as an expert in recovery, philosophy and technology, empowerment strategies, psychiatric rehab technologies, employment of individuals with serious 
psychiatric conditions. And Stan Coleman came to Buffalo in 76 to work at Channel 2, which later became WGRZ-TV. He was a news reporter and on-air anchor, director and producer of public affairs for Channel 2. He now is president of Appaloosa Productions, a video production and public relations company. Now, I talked to Judge uh, Tim Franzek some time ago, and he said half the cases that came before him in court in Buffalo and Erie County were with people who had alcohol or drug challenges. Let's talk about Friendship Foundation, Restoration Society, helping these people with these dependency problems. Well, I think that uh, we see a lot of individuals, I would hazard a guess, of around 65% of the customers served who have a secondary uh, diagnosis of chemical dependency, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, uh, as ancillary to a uh, psychiatric condition. Uh, I think that we approach we approach it in a way that we try also to provide education to the community and services to these individuals uh, that are oriented not just to the their uh, uh, efforts to deal with the mental health issue, but also with their efforts to deal with drug abuse, uh, alcohol abuse, um, or even prescription drug abuse over time. I think that the foundation works very hard to raise awareness of all of these conditions, to raise awareness of individuals with psychiatric conditions, to raise awareness of the problems of drug abuse and alcohol abuse in our society, especially in this day and age where opiate addiction is so much in the headlines just about every day. Mm -hmm. uh, our efforts to try and help people in positive ways to deal with that uh, is critically important. Um, Restoration Society, for example, has just opened a new program. It's a youth clubhouse for uh, young people who, between the ages of 18 and 21 who are trying to remain in recovery from drug abuse and alcohol abuse. Uh, this program provides some nighttime and weekend structure for these individuals, educational opportunities, social opportunities, uh, et cetera. To the extent that the foundation supports what RSI is doing, they're, they're supporting the whole concept of this youth clubhouse and helping these kids uh, to stay away from drugs and alcohol and, and to create different, more productive lives for themselves. Stan, Jeff? Go ahead. So it sounds like what you're talking about is what I know is dual diagnosis. Correct. If someone has a problem, uh, they might get uh, um, uh, one diagnosis when there's really two things that are playing on each other and maybe like a, a tightening knot, it just gets tighter and tighter and doesn't really unwind. And Stan, you were talking about you're not being a professional. I'm not a professional in mental health either. But my experience has been that um, even the professionals don't often get a handle on some of their patients. They may treat one uh, condition as opposed to the other condition. Um, family members might be very, very well-meaning and um, uh, thinking that uh, perhaps 
uh, whoever is in their family isn't listening to one idea or another. And Sorry, I have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. I'd like to thank very much uh, Jack Gustafaro, Executive Director of the Friendship Foundation, Stan Coleman, President of Appaloosa Productions, and new board member with the Friendship Foundation, Business Executive Jeffrey Lapidus. Thank you for enlightening so much about this very worthy cause. I'm sorry Mike Bellani, the head of the Public Relations Committee, could not be with us today. And special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production. Thank you for joining us on the Rusk Report. Have a great week.